Hello, friends. Welcome to our podcast, the first of 2021. Yay. Over. Whoop, 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 whoop. We made it. We made it indeed. So today we are doing um, our review of In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. And it's kind of funny because it's about a girl who gets in kind of like a time traveling Groundhog Day time warp. And I thought that might happen at the end of 2020. Like I thought, oh, maybe 2020 just starts over again and we're stuck here forever. Nope. It's very movie-like. I enjoyed it. Yes. I felt like I was watching a Hallmark movie. I really enjoyed it. It was really great. So, um, as always, this is going to have many spoilers. So, if you have not read the book yet, don't listen to this unless you want it to be ruined for you, I guess. That's fine, too. If you want to just listen to us talk, that's perfectly fine. You don't even have to read the book. We'll just give you a little synopsis through our questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then you can go on Goodreads and said you say you read it. Just kidding. Terrible. Actually, read the book. It was really cute. It is Christmassy, but you can read it in January. Who cares? Christmas in July. If you want to wait six months, do that too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it is Christmassy, but it's not like overly done Christmas. Yeah, like they do. Like basically, the I'll give like a little synopsis, like this group of people it's two families and then one of the main character's best friend they go to this cabin um in utah in park city utah in park city utah every year for christmas they like have all these traditions that they do they go sledding they build snow creatures not snowmen snow creatures um and so yeah they like talk have like holiday themed events but the whole like premise of the book is that she's trying to figure out what makes her happy and that's why she's stuck in this time loop so it's really you could read it whenever you wanted yeah I liked it it made my heart happy oh <laughs> gosh KP so these questions I actually did find some questions online but I kind of um, mixed and matched them from different places and by the way, both of the places that I found questions on both asked our signature question at the end of who we would cast in the movie. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Did they steal our question or did we steal their question? Probably we stole it, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, so we'll go ahead and do the usual thing that we do, go through the questions, talk about it. Um, we'll end by telling you our next book. It wasn't our little check-in. If you want to hear um, what we're going to be up to in 2021, go listen to the podcast right before this. It is like a seven-minute podcast where we just talk about our book goals for the year, what books we're reading next, and just what we've been doing lately. Yeah, it's a fun little podcast. Mm-hmm. So do you? I will ask you the first question since I've been talking so much, so I'll let you... Okay talk a little bit. (laughs) Um, So it says, why do you think the universe sent May to relive the same day over and over again? So at first I had no idea. I didn't know why it kept throwing her back in time at these random moments. And like at times when she would have like died or gotten hurt, 
I was like trying to figure it out. And I got to the point where it was like the third time where she got thrown back. And I was like, am I going to have to relive this day in the book like 40 times? Which I was not about. I was like, I just want to get to the good stuff. I want to figure out why she keeps going back in time. Yeah. Um, but she kept saying, I want to find my happiness. I want to figure out what's going to make me happy. So I realized, like, obviously she keeps going back because she's doing things that don't make her happy. Mm-hmm. And she needs to figure out what she needs to do. Right. Yeah. Once we got to the third repetition of it and these deaths were kind of like brutal like her falling down the stairs and dying like once we got to the third one I was a little worried that we were gonna keep having to rehash the plane scene and her getting back to the cabin and her father chipping his tooth I was like okay let's speed it up a little bit but thankfully it did so I put Um, that she essentially had, you know, asked the universe to show her what would make her happy. And I think after she experienced that car crash, it was a way for her to change things in her life to avoid that same ending. Um, which, you know, a a car crash where you end up in hospital wouldn't really make you happy. So (laughs) we probably need to change that a little bit. So yeah, I think that was like her wake up call essentially was that car crash in the somewhat beginning of the book where it allowed her to reset her entire life. (laughs) Yeah. So the next question is the time loop is never further explained. Do you wish that there were, there was further information shared on why and how this happened to me? So I said, not really. And because I think that if they tried to explain it in some deeper way, it would have kind of ruined the mysteriousness of it all, like just crediting the universe and like the wonder of the universe and it giving her this opportunity was kind of enough for me. Like I didn't really need them to go into detail about it. Yeah, I agree. I, um, I, at first I was like, I wish they would explain it a little bit because I feel like in movies, where this type of stuff happens, they do kind of explain why it's happening. Mm -hmm. So my brain just automatically went to like, yes, explain it and like tell the whole story. (laughs) I agree with you. I, I think her third time around, she really appreciated being there because she kept referring back to, I don't know if this is forever. I don't know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow in the same day. Right. I don't know this or that. So she was really soaking in like the memories and the moments the third time around. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Our next question is, do you think that Andrew believed May when she told him about her alternate timelines? Um, no, not at first. <laughs> I think, well, cause if you think about it, if I had come to you and said like, Melanie, I traveled in time and like, you're going to eat cereal tomorrow. Like you would be like, KP, you're freaking nuts. And I'd be like, yep. Like that's not a realistic thing that happens, especially in these like romance novels. Um, I so- mean, if you tell me I'm going to eat cereal, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy and I'm just going to eat some cereal. Psychic. Look at um, no, I think at first he didn't believe her, but he didn't want to upset her by saying that he didn't believe her. Mm-hmm. So I think it wasn't until the sweater thing happened that he was like, oh crap, like she actually knew this was going to happen. And I believe her now. Yeah. 
I put that he might not have believed her like exactly what she was saying, but I think he like trusted her enough to know that something like unexplained was going on. Um, but that's pretty much it. Like I, I don't know. I couldn't imagine believing other than like what she did with Benny, which I think I talk about a little later, like with her asking him for this specific thing that she wouldn't have known about otherwise. And if that happened to be repeated to me, first of all, I wouldn't even know what to tell this person. (laughs) I thought about that also. What like fact about myself, no one else knew and I would tell this person and I couldn't think of anything either. We're so boring. (laughs) We we didn't work as naked waiters in a different city. Not yet. Oh, okay. So we'll just have to, we need to do something in the future so that we have something to tell. (laughs) Yeah. We need to start living more on the edge. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next party people. Um, Let's start at the beginning of the story where May is embarrassed that she made out with Leo. Um, Leo. Theo, what am I saying? <laughs> it's Theo. I can't read. Leo, Theo, you know. Theo. It's been a long day. How <laughs> do you think everything would have unfolded if this timeline remained? Okay, so based on the reaction that Andrew had when May revealed she kissed Theo in an alternate you like timeline, I think if it actually happened, it would have taken him way longer to get over it like for either of them to forgive her Mm -hmm. yeah I would agree with that I also wrote that like May did not enjoy that moment of her life she didn't enjoy kissing him kind of ran out on it she said she said so many times he licked my face Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I was like picturing someone kissing and like licking your face that's gross and um so when she said that and then how he treated her the next morning and how immature he was being, um, I just thought that that would have made like a huge wedge in their relationship and they mm-hmm. never would have like gotten together. They would have still been friends, but it would have been kind of awkward. Yeah, for sure. Cause you know, like at the end of the book when they like essentially at the end, Theo doesn't know. Andrew's the only one who knows that story of this alternate timeline like Theo doesn't know that so they can still have their friendship like yeah he's a little butthurt that he really liked her per se um Mm -hmm. and got his like feelings hurt but he didn't know that they had that moment yeah um okay so the next question um and suddenly uh, May is in this time loop where she's experiencing the same holiday over and over. How do you think you would have reacted if you were May? So the first time around when she acted like a nut, I think that's how I would have reacted. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been so like crazy thinking, am I crazy or did this actually happen? And try to explain it to someone and then end up just ruining the vacation because no one believes me. Yeah. Um, this is where I kind of talked about Benny and I said that she was really smart, you know, asking him for that information to bring back up in case there was going to be another time that that happened. Like the first time she probably didn't know that she was repeating the events, right? Like she probably was just like, maybe I'm psychic, maybe I'm having deja vu, like any other thing you would 
think of before like repeating your life. Right. Um, and I said, I think it would have gotten old really quickly for me because I don't, I don't see myself having figured out like the point of it all as quickly as she did. So I think I would have just been like, Oh my God, like gone insane essentially (laughs) (laughs) from repeating this over and over again. Same. I think I really would have like gone crazy. Yeah. But I like how the third time around she was like, you know what? This is probably not even the last time I'm going to like tell everyone how I feel. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this. And I was like, you girl, like crush it. I think I definitely would have had one of those, like on one of the repeats, I would have just like done all of the things like caused havoc everywhere. It's unfortunate that you had to die every time to get back to the beginning, but (laughs) yeah, it's like that movie um, before the fall. Is that the movie where she keeps dying and she keeps waking up and it's the same day over and over again? Yeah, I think so. Before, is it before I fall? Before, uh, yeah, maybe it's before I fall. Yeah, and she kind of goes through like similar things where she like goes a little crazy and then she's like, "F the world, I'm gonna do whatever I want," yeah. and then she kind of, like accepts it. You could almost kind of like theorize too that maybe even before the book started, she had already been reliving this day because she like went through the whole vacation and then it ended in the car crash. Right. (laughs) So that could have just been like one of the repeats. Could have been. We'll never know. We'll never know. Unless you're the author, write to us and let us know. Yes, please. Christina Lauren, let us know. Let us know. Um, All right. The next one. What did you think about the romance between May and Andrew? Okay. So I had a hard time with their ages because they kept talking about their childhoods and growing up together in this cabin. And that was just referenced a lot. So I just kept thinking that they were these like young teenagers when in reality, they like both had jobs and professions, but I think just them going back to that time, of being kids, just especially Theo, he kind of like striked me as this like douchebag, like maybe even college age, like yeah, frat guy, you know. Um, so I think putting that aside, though, I think they obviously moved like super quickly after May revealed her feelings to Andrew, and I understand that like she had been waiting for this moment for a long time. Cause she was like in love with him for forever. But I feel like, especially on, on Andrew's part, like they just like rushed in really quick right after that was revealed. Yeah. I, yeah, I would agree with that. I think at first I thought he was going to be like, no, which he kind of was um, hesitant at first a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he jumped into it so quick where I was like, is he under a spell? Like, why is he, like, jumping into this so quick and getting, like, so crazy? It's It was, like, a complete flip. Yeah, you're right, because at first he was, like, um, not really acknowledging it. They kind of just, like, didn't talk about it for a day or two or a couple hours. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit of time. Like, five minutes, and then they were just all over each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that to me, I think was so weird, but their overall relationship, I really enjoyed. I thought that it was um, like really realistic because it was like kind of awkward. It was kind of quirky. It was like, you could 
tell the friendship was there Mm -hmm. with like the walk in in a winter wonderland and like all that stuff, all their little interviews that they had. For calling him Mandrew. Yeah. And like, well, and especially at the end when she drew him that picture, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, this is so cute. Soup's cute. I loved it. (laughs) So our next and our final question before we get into our regularly scheduled podcasting. Um, Do you think Theo ever truly had feelings for her as in May? No, I think Theo was just horny and he just wanted to hook up with someone that night and she was there. And I, based on how he reacted when she said that she had feelings for Andrew, he was so supportive and he even said, like, why didn't you tell me earlier that you had feelings for him? So I think that he was really supportive as a friend. And if he had those feelings for her, I think he wouldn't have been, like, as receptive. Yeah. I definitely think with his, like, feelings getting hurt, I think that she was mostly just this, like, unattainable thing or unreachable thing because they were they were essentially like family, right? And yeah. I mean, same for her and Andrew, but it was a little bit different because she like actually had feelings for him for forever. But um, yeah, I think if they would have ever like ended up in some kind of relationship, like they were just meant to be really good friends. And it was kind of a dick move on May's part to ignore him the entire time she was like going after Andrew because yeah. that's her friend. Right. And I guess she had this like bad taste in her mouth from when she went through it the first time and they made out when she was drunk, but you know, you don't just toss your friend to the side like that. So I'm sure that that like contributed to why he was upset as well. Yeah. And I think when they were paired up during the scavenger hunt, she was kind of like, Ooh, I don't want to like be working with Theo, Mm -hmm. but it's like, this is supposed to be your best friend. Right. Brother and your partner in crime. And Mm -hmm. you're going to act like a child. Why? A child. (laughs) (laughs) I watched too much TikTok. Anyways. (laughs) Don't we all? Um, Okay. So we do this in every single one of our podcasts so far. Maybe we've missed one. I don't know. Um, We take some of the characters from the book and say who we would cast them as if they were in a movie. Um, So we have four that we're going to go through. The first one is May. So why don't you tell me who you cast as May? And let me pull up Google so I can see. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. All right. Um, So I casted Liana Liberato. Liana Liberato. Liberato. Oh, I could totally see that. That is a great. I was like, she looks kind of like all American and she would be like kind of like to herself and a little like more. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. That was a good pick. I picked, I already told KP this before we started, but I picked two people from Schitt's Creek. So here we go. Um, I picked Emily Hampshire. So she's Stevie. I love her. I thought that she kind of like fit. Yes, she totally fits. That look a little bit. I love her so much. So your, your selection was 25 years old. My selection's 39 years old. So I tried to go based on like the book and the ages of the book a little bit, but 
Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like because they present like the ages or their descriptive characteristics or anything like that, they will present it like once, maybe twice throughout this 20 chapter long book. So by the time I'm done with it, like I don't remember at all what they look like. So I really just like go based off what I imagine them as in my mind. Yeah. Love that for you. It's how Uh, I do things. (laughs) All right. For Andrew, who did you pick? Okay. So my Andrew and Theo go together because they're brothers. So I picked Chris and Liam Hemsworth. I picked Liam Hemsworth for Andrew. Oh, I picked him for Theo. Oh, come on. Because Andrew's older. So that's why I picked Chris. Oh, that's actually so good. Yeah. That's funny that we like, we're thinking the same thing though. Yeah. I was like, who's a guy who's like 30 and beautiful? 30 and beautiful. So for Theo, I picked Logan Lerman. Oh, yeah. I like, that's perfect. They look very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And then last but not least, our boy Benny. Who do you think I picked for Benny knowing that it's a Schitt's Creek character? I think that you picked um, Roland. No! <laughs> I picked Daniel Levy. Oh, no. That was my second choice. <laughs> Roland. Oh, my goodness. That is funny. Um, well, cause I kind of picked someone like Roland. Um, I picked Woody Harrelson. What? <laughs> I just saw it. I was like, I can see him being kind of like a drifter and like not really like having a home and just That like, is hilarious to me. Think of this addict. <laughs> you know what makes it more hilarious is that you picked a 25 year old girl to be his best friend and he's 59 years old. <laughs> yeah, but that's the relationship. It was like kind of like a father-daughter relationship. Oh, really? You think? Yeah, because yeah, he grew up with her dad. Oh. And they were, he was the same age as the dad. And then she like, wait, did you think Benny was like 20? I thought Benny was her age. I don't know. I must have missed the part about like how they knew each other. <laughs> well, that is so funny though like the, the entire time I imagined um Benny is this like gay man who like dressed super nice and was isn't he like Australian or something yeah yeah and like was a nude waiter recently like a few years ago so I'm like Daniel Levy duh and <laughs> you, that yeah, makes sense why you said it makes sense why you said Roland now. Yeah, Roland. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh. wow. Um, okay, so now that we've cleared that up. <laughs> Everyone listening is like, what are they smoking? They're like, does Melanie even read the book? Does she even pay attention? Does this Melanie happen- watch the movie. <laughs> I just watched the movie. <laughs> um <laughs> So what would you rate this book out of five stars? Um, I put it as a 4.1. Ooh, I gave it a 3.4, which is pretty high for me. I think on actual Goodreads, I gave it a four. So I gave it a four. Do with that what you will. 
It was good. I would recommend it. It was a quick read. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was really great. I I think I read it in like two days because I started it at your casa and I finished it at my casa two days later. You read it very quickly. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, I, I had the pressure of you saying, I'm already done. And I said, oh God, I haven't started it yet. I'm already halfway through the next book. Oh no. <laughs> like the TikTok. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's like the 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 white monkey gif that's like why? 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 <laughs> I promise we're normal. We're, we're just not. Like, we're a little quirky. <laughs> okay. So, to finish this off, our next book Um, We mentioned this again in the check-in, but um, RJ Jacobs was gracious enough to send a copy of his book, Somewhere in the Dark, to KP. I'm listening to it on Audible, as I do. Um, So uh, you're a little bit into it. I'm about halfway through it, so we'll be finishing that up soon. We're hoping to do the One to Watch podcast soon. I'm really excited about that one, so it is going to be done We're going to do it soon. We're going to have another friend on there with us talking about it. um, And we'll get that out sometime in January. (laughs) Yeah. A special guest. A special guest. (laughs) A special friend of ours that we didn't have to pay to come on to our podcast. We coerced her with uh, promises of fame. Just kidding. (laughs) We said we would cast her in the movie. Oh, yeah. She is. She's my... uh, B. I'm casting her as B. <laughs> oh my gosh, how funny. If we go through all the characters and then we get to her and you're like, Hilarion. That's our friend, Hilarion. Yes, You'll Hilarion. Podcast. She's great. She's so much fun. She's so crazy, just like us. Get ready. It's going to be exciting. So we will see you guys next time. As always, follow us on Instagram. Literary Ladies Pod is our handle. We post funny memes. Sometimes we post regular Instagram posts. Um, Send us your suggestions in comments on Instagram or to our email address, which is literaryladiespod at gmail.com. I check it somewhat regularly. I'll try to be better about that. But yeah, send us your book suggestions. We want to add them to our list and read the same thing that you're reading so that we can discuss it with you. So let's go. 2021, here we come. Yeah. One book down, 49 to go. Oh, you finished that book this year. I finished that book last year. So now you're ahead of me. You think that was coincidence? Rude. (laughs) So KP is a cheater, just like to establish that. Not true. I started the book in 2021. I finished the book in 2021. Yeah, yeah. Not my fault. I just happened to start it January 1st. (laughs) Okay, guys, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening and look out for our next podcast. Yeah. Bye. Bye.